Hello. Hi. <laughs> well, welcome back to Great Down Creeping Round. We're on to another episode. Yes, we are. And I'm very excited for this one. It's kind of weird. Um, I'm not going to lie about it. It's a, it's a weird one. But I thought that these were absolutely beautiful parks when I was looking at pictures of them. And I think that they deserve to be visited. So um, that's kind of why I chose to do a little bit more. We're doing some parks. Some parks. That's Well, they didn't start out as parks. So they okay. started out as the Triangle of Fire. Fire! Fire. Much like everything else in the... <laughs> And <laughs> this dang old state. It all has to do with fires. But there's actually not much fire from here, so it's fine. Why is it called the Triangle of Fire? I will tell you, Meg. Fine. <laughs> fine. Okay, tell me. All right. So, James K. Polk became president. And at that time, he thought our West Coast was weak. He thought... <laughs> coast is weak sauce. He said, what a weak coast. Yeah. And uh, so he was like, we gotta do something about this because we're gonna get attacked and that weak ass coast is gonna get just got hammered. It's gonna get got. It's gonna get got. And I can't allow that. Absolutely right? not. We no. can't allow that. So what a nice guy. He appointed a joint commission of army and naval officers to like build up the coast from San Diego to to the tip of the Puget Sound. Okay. Oregon Territory, however, was very remote on the coast, and he didn't really think that there was anything kind of suitable to have people build forts there. In Oregon. In Oregon. Sorry. Um, so, basically, this was called the Endicott period, um, and the reason why... This was called the Endicott period is because uh, the Secretary of War at the time was William Crown and Shield Endicott. Crown yes. and Shield Endicott. Crown and Shield Endicott. It's a middle name. It is a hell of a name. He was a hell of a guy, I guess. I don't know. I didn't learn much about him. I'm not going to be honest. Or I'm not going to lie. Like... I'm just not going to be honest. I'm not going to be honest about that. I know so much about him. No, I'm just kidding. I know nothing. Um, So he was the one who was kind of like designing these forts. Um, And so the forts were in like the Endicott period, which was between 1885 and 1905. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, it kind of paints the picture of what was going on here. Okay, right? sure, sure, sure. They, they wanted all these forts, and they yeah. wanted them now. Okay. Um, so the first one I'm going to talk about is actually, like, the least haunted. I want to start from, like, least haunted and then go to most haunted. Um, and I couldn't find, like, a ton of information about this um, this fort, but it is way cool. Okay, so the first one that I'm talking about, I couldn't find, like, a ton of information on because it was just, um, it was just kind of a regular old fort, you know? It wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, It's called Fort Flagler. Fort Um, Flagler. Fort Flagler. Mm. F-L-A-G-L-E-R. Flag. Flagler. Flagler. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's on the tip of Marrowstone Island. Where the hell is that? Um, it's in, like, the Olympic Peninsula, like, all the way at the top. 
Mm. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, this one is actually like a really, really beautiful park. I can imagine. Um, so... It's named after Brigadier General Daniel Webster Flagler, and he was an American Civil War vet who served as the Army's Chief of Ordnance. And I looked that up at one time, and I do not remember what it is. So if you want, I can go ahead and look it up again, but uh, we can just pretend like we totally know what it is. Yeah. I'll just look it up, because I'm going to regret not doing it. Yeah. So... Let's see here. Oh, here. Okay. I knew I looked it up because it's in my head. They're responsible for the, like, Army Ordnance School, which it's focused on certain training. Hold on. It's like... A, a military term for ammunition and weapons. Ammunition so and weapons. That guy is like in charge of all the training for the ammunition. And weapons. Uh, okay, okay. Or at okay. least it wasn't this time. Got it. Um, See, that paints a clear picture. Yeah, right. And so he did that kind of stuff with the weapons. With the weapons. <laughs> <laughs> I was just training people. He was just training people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there are a ton of hiking trails and hidden bunkers in mm-hmm. this this fort, which is kind of like, it still is pretty spooky because you go in there and it's just like these random little bunkers underground, which it sounds like all of these kind of built their bunkers underground. So. Is it the kind of bunkers where like teenagers go in there and just like graffiti or is it the kind of bunkers where like the park rangers kick you out at like 8 p.m um probably a bit of both mm. you know those teenagers begin away with stuff yeah you're right <laughs> you're right but it does have trails along the bluff which apparently have amazing views and based on the pictures i saw they absolutely do like people fly kites around there and they have go on picnics and they have, like, get-togethers. Like, this is a pretty busy hopping area. Mm. There's, like, 3.6 miles of shoreline, which is the longest area of shoreline of all three of these um, these forts. 3.6 miles is a good run. Yeah, and it is actually about 1,451 acres. Okay, that's a pretty big park. It's a huge park. And there's just, like, there's tons of trails. You can do all kinds of stuff. You can, like, go canoeing and kayaking and swimming. I don't know if you can swim. It might be kind of cold. Well, you know, you can't really. It's hard to swim in Washington. You gotta be a certain type of person to swim in Washington. Yeah. Yeah. One of those kind of people. One of those kind of people. I, however, am not. I will, but it's not quite enjoyable, but I will do it. I I mean, like, if I'm peer pressured, I might. Like, (laughs) if everybody else is doing it and I'm drinking whiskey or something of that nature, like, maybe. Yeah. But other than that, it has to be around 90 degrees. And then even then, I don't trust it. I feel like Washington's just going to change on me as soon as I get wet and it's going to all of a sudden be 60. I don't I mean, know where things have happened, I guess. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely distrustful of Washington weather. Fair enough. <laughs> I've had some weird weather lately. Yeah. So I just choose it's not to the other day. Like, where did that come from? It was not fun. 
So, um, addition or in addition to like all the outside things you can do in this park, they also still rent the old military houses. They've all been restored, and they're great for like they say they're great for like big groups. So each pe- each person can oh, so you can like house. rent a house. Yeah, and they're all in like rows. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it that is fun. It is, and there's like a small museum there, so you can go and like learn about it. Whoops, let's knock that mic because it's. <laughs> It was activated in 1899, and it was pretty much the start of one of those forts that had the disappearing guns, so they would, like, push underground or into the wall so you couldn't see them if you flew overhead, or you couldn't see them. Okay, okay, so they just looked like a bunker. Yes, or it looked like a, like a big wall. Oh, okay. And then the guns would go out of it, but then they would disappear and the wall would close back up so when people were firing at them they wouldn't be able to find the, the guns. Oh, I see. Okay. But, like, immediately after they started doing this the airplane was like, starting to be really big and used. Uh-huh. And Those so airplanes they just, became relevant. Airplanes became relevant and these forts became irrelevant because they could just fly overhead and be like, oh, there's the gun. Oh, there's the gun. Oh, there's the gun. There's the gun. So, this, this, like, they spent all this money on this um, fort, uh-huh. but it quickly became not useful. Not useful. So, maybe... <laughs> it was Yeah, it was um, just not really... Not really working out. So by do- or by World War II, it was primarily turned into a training fort. So they did all kinds of different training, but it was mostly used for amphibious warfare training. So like for submarines and stuff. I was so confused about the word amphibious. I know. I, I was like, I love the way they use that word there. Like that's that's my favorite thing. Wow. So and then in 1953, it did become fully deactivated, and that's when it was. A by the state parks. Okay. It was, um, when it was first built, though, it was the first one in the series, so they originally named it the headquarters of the Harbor Defense of the Puget Sound because of the location. Okay. So it was, it was set out to be, like, a big deal, but it just never... Never got there. It never got there because then uh, Fort Morton, or Fort Warden, sorry, Warden, was built. Fort Warden. Fort Warden, which is um, a little bit... It's not as big in area. Like, it's a smaller park and it's a smaller fort, but it was a bigger place for where they sent people. Like, they sent way more troops there. Even though it was smaller? Even though it was... I think just the grounds were smaller. Okay. From what I've seen, this, uh, this was a much larger, like, fort system. Okay. Then Fort Warden. Yeah, well, then uh, Fort Flagler, yeah. Yeah, okay. So this uh, Fort Warden is near Port Townsend on the Quimper Peninsula. or You know what it is? It's the Quinault Peninsula. Quinault? I just realized that that's what it was, and I bet you that, like... The spell check went into um, Quimper. What a, I didn't even realize that that's a word. What Let is me, that word? <laughs> hold on one second. I like the Quimper Peninsula. 
No, it is the Quimper Peninsula. I, I keep thinking that it's got to be wrong, but it totally is the Quimper Peninsula. Quimper. I was like, oh, there's Quinault. It must be the Quinault Peninsula. No, it's but no, totally Quimper. What a weird thing. Quimper in a way. <laughs> Just Quimper in a way. Uh, this one, this fort is located on about 433 acres. So, see, it's like a thousand acres less than Yeah, it's a little bit smaller. Just like... That's crazy. Yeah, but it is... It was a, like, bigger place But it's a bigger facility. It's a bigger facility, yeah. Weird. Um, Fort Warden was named after the U.S. Navy Rear Admiral John Lorimore Warden. Lorimer, yeah. Lorimer. What a weird... That's these, names, these middle names are just getting me. They're, like, so... Lorimer. I mean, like, they have really... Um, Crown and Shield. Crown and Shield. They have very regal and a distinguished middle name, and it makes me feel really weird about my middle name. If I, mean, I ever got a pair of, like, turtles as a pair, <laughs> I would name them that. Crown and Shield and or Lorimer. <laughs> Crown and Shield and Lorimer. <laughs> That would be a really high honor. I just see it as a turtle name. I don't know. It, it does look like a turtle and like sound like a turtle name. I don't know. This is Crown and Shield and this is Lower Yes, I I believe that would be an excellent use of those names. Yeah. Now I feel like <laughs> you have to get turtle. I can't have turtle. No. But they're so cute. Could you imagine Kevin with turtles? Kevin would stop on it immediately. He would be so good. Confused and then he would put his paw up and like those dumb big giant dogs. What? Do. Yeah, he's like smack. I, I only know because Homer would do the same. So yeah. we both have big dumb giant dogs, so I can say that. Yeah, <laughs> we do. They're the light of our lives. They are. They're so <laughs> terrible and so awful and so precious. Wonderful and precious. Yeah. Back on track. Back on track. <laughs> Lover. He was the commander of the USS Monitor, and that ship is famous because during the Battle of the Hampton Roads in 1862, uh, which was during the Civil War, it was also called the Battle of the Monitor and Battle of the Virginia, um, because the Monitor and the Virginia fought, but it was near the bat- or near Hampton Roads, so okay. I think they just couldn't agree on a name because it was such an epic battle. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Such tea. This was near Norfolk. The, the battle was fought. Uh, it was the first meeting of ironclad warships, so the ones that are all... all ironed out. I almost said like wrapped in tinfoil because that's what it is. You like. did a little motion with your hands like you're scooping something you know right? Yeah. It's because I was picturing wrapping something in tinfoil <laughs> but it's iron. It's, it's iron. Not, it's it's an iron ship. An iron ship which basically ended the production of the wooden hold warships. So no like, more wooden ships. No more wooden ships. They're like so these are useless now, huh? And, and the other guys, yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah, this, this is garbage. This is trash. Catch uh, it on fire. I think we should burn all these down. We should burn all the shit. Not that they already weren't burning all down. No, but, you know. Now they got iron. They sped it up. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, Fort Warden was located right in sight of the British Royal Navy's installation on Vancouver Island. Okay. However, as crazy as they made all these forts, they never filed a si- or fired a single hostile shot. Everything that was fired there was like training fire. It, it never went into battle. So, what's his face was really fucked up over something that never happened. He lost his mind over something that was a figment of his imagination. Like, you know, we would have been okay. Like, oh, absolutely. We we could have defended our own coasts. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, Pearl Harbor, like, definitely was on, uh, I think there was attacks on the California coast as well. Yeah. So, but nothing has ever really happened. close to Washington, yeah. Yeah. Not quite that dramatic. Not not dramatic at all. That bridge collapsed that one time, but I guess that was pretty dramatic. That was it is for crazy. Scary city. (laughs) (laughs) But they did end up removing those guns um, to send to Europe in World War One. And they left a cut, like they left some of them, but all of the. So by World War One, they were just like, "Yeah, we don't need these. We're parting this fort out." Basically. Yeah, you're welcome. Right, Europe, <laughs> Europe. <laughs> <laughs> and then the remaining ones were sent over in the, um, in World War Two, or they were just scrapped. So by World War Two, this was like and World War Two, no guns, huh? No guns at this fort. Nah, we don't need them. It did have the most extensive bunker system, which is why they, I think, they sent most people there, is because it was huge as far as like the underground barracks and all that stuff, so it could place more people. Okay, um, but they they kind of left these tunnels as is. Like, there's a lot of relics down in there. There's there's just, like, a lot of stuff. Can we like, get into those bunkers? You can. You wow. absolutely can. Um, there's quite a few of them that are open because they've been, like, restored, and you just, like, kind of go explore them on your leisure time. I think there might be tours that the, the parks run, and I could look into that, but um, it, uh, for the most part, what I understand is it's pretty open. Yeah, because, like, when I went there as a kid... Because I have been there, and it is spooky and creepy as fuck in the hall. Like, yeah. <laughs> the bunkers themselves are just fucking awful They're and dark. terrifying. But we couldn't, like, I didn't even know that there was, like, underground tunnels. Like, now that I'm older and less of a... Of, well, yeah, I'm still scared, but, like, I would go down there now. Yeah, it's it's in conjunction with the, the barracks that are in, like, the... The tunnels, like, they kind of buried them underground, and so... That makes sense. It's, like, above and under. Yeah. Um, I've never been under the ground. No. they Well, they, like, covered it in dirt, so that way people will dry... I think flying by would be like, oh, no, there's no barracks here. This is just a tiny fort. They're just... That ground looks kind of, kind of, you know, raised a little bit. Yeah. But, no, nothing to see here. I mean, it's a lot of concrete. It's hard to miss. <laughs> That's just my opinion. The concrete just ends right there. You know, the concrete is just, it's out there. Right. Oh, I swear. You can tell there's not grass there. You know. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely something in there. Exactly. Uh, and these bunkers are also spooky themselves, like Mike said, because they have like dark tunnels. There are all kinds of ladders that are just there. And I've then- never seen a ladder there, but. I haven't been there in a long time, and I am 
terrified to go back. Well, well, maybe we'll go back someday. I think we should. But there's also staircases that just like lead to nowhere. Ew. No. Why? Why? Yeah. Um, and then there's like dark heart hallways that just lead to like super dark rooms with heavy ass doors that you can still close, but like you may get stuck in there. Uh, so uh, mm. I, I'm never going to fight a door to stay I just inside. Goosebumps thinking about that. No. <laughs> I'm very if uncomfortable. You've been there, like, and you're thinking about going back there and getting stuck in one of those rooms. I mean, yeah, maybe I'm not up for that. Well, I gotta tell you this. It's a side note that whenever I shiver in this sweater, it's really lovely. Because <laughs> it's, it's so, so soft. soft. They're very soft. Ashley made a sweater. Sorry, mine's mine's in the wash. That's I don't okay. know if it's... I, I might have got transferred to the dryer. I don't know. I'm behind on laundry, so... John did all of ours yesterday. It's it's mostly in baskets to be like folded and put away, but uh it's such a process. Continue. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, so the spookiest building in this fort is building 298. And that is where they held the morgue and the hospital. So there's all kinds of like ghosties that hang out there that have been reported. Hmm. You can still see the table that they did, uh, they practiced bloodletting on, which, um, is just where they kind of cut you open and tell you to bleed about it and ask you if you feel better now. No. <laughs> hey, I know I just stabbed you, but like, are you feeling better? <laughs> the answer's no. <laughs> no, doctor, I don't feel better. In fact, I almost feel worse. This is uh, by far more terrible. Yeah. um, This problem wasn't here before, and now I have a new problem. Now what are we going to do about the cut in my arm? I just had a cold, dude. Like, can you just... Could you just maybe, like, blow on my Why did you come to the doctor, then? (laughs) If you didn't want to be cut up, come on. That's so gross. <laughs> so gross. I wonder, like, I wonder whoever thought that was a good idea. Like, you I, know, medical times have come a long way. I would be so upset if my doctor was like, "Okay, so I'm not sure what's wrong with you, but I bet if we just kind of cut you a little bit, just let them demons out, just just bleed the demons out a little bit." Yeah, I think. I think everything will be okay. I think you'll feel better. I don't know. I don't know how I would react. I guess I guess it depended, too, about, like, how much they were cutting them and, like, how much blood they were letting out. That's true. I mean, it still probably didn't accomplish anything, but... Maybe. Maybe they didn't, you know... Maybe they weren't worse off or anything. They just had a little cut. They weren't worse off. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> um, but medical times have come a long ways. I don't think they yes. do that anymore. Well, in this old hospital building, the Peninsula College still holds classes. I'm so sorry. That was right in the mic. <laughs> I had a hiccup. They hold classes there. They hold classes there. They hold classes so, there. They hold um, classes there. That's nice. Yeah. Should we just sign up for a class and go? I think we should just sign up for a class. Should we try to go back to school? Would that be fun? <laughs> just you and me? I think that would be the opposite of fun. I think that would be so it. fun. Sure, I mean, sure. if we weren't actually going for a purpose other That's than true. being there. Other than just spending a couple thousand dollars 
dollars to hang out yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Well, people do report feeling watched, and they've heard some children crying, and you know, both of those things are by far my favorite. Yeah, so, those are both your favorite for sure. I love feeling like I'm being watched, and also hearing children cry. I, you know. So, can't relate. <laughs> no. No, I It's yeah, almost like those terrible are sound. nobody's favorite things. Those are nobody's favorite things. No, those are terrible sounds. Ugh. In, uh, in 2016, uh, Red Ball Paranormal Investigators went in and they actually, like, did an investigation of this building, and they recorded a bunch of different orbs and, like, numerous EVP recordings, so it was popping with activity. Popping! In fact, there is a woman who is reported in the second story window every night around 10.30 p.m., so she's, like... On the clock, waiting. She's on the clock, waiting for why. Do you think, are there any theories out there why? Um, not that I read that, like, make any sense. Like, I guess she could be waiting for, like, her husband to return from Why? Wait a second. So, she's in the school building? She's in the the old hospital building, which is where they do Oh, does it have, like, multiple levels? Yeah. It was, like, a bigger, it's a bigger I was imagining it as, like, a single... Thing, but that makes sense if it was like a bigger building. Yeah, yeah I mean, one floor. One floor was the morgue, and one floor was the hospital. Could you imagine if the morgue was the first level that you go into? So you have to like, you have pass to like all the body morgue, yeah, and get all the confidence in the world to go up to the hospital. <laughs> it wasn't even like in the basement. No. Oh shit, that's cool. I mean, I'm sure everybody was like packed and put away. Maybe they weren't. I'm sure the morgue was on the top floor. That would make more sense. So like, they didn't have to like walk up the stairs because obviously they're in the elevator. I don't know. I just got this image of like. You know, did you ever have to take, like, a food safety handling class and, like, the meat has to go on the bottom of the fridge? Yes. Yeah, that's just what I picture. Like, the morgue on the top floor, like, that's not good. That doesn't make sense to me. It's not good. That's not good. I mean, it... You can't put the meat up there. You can't. You can't do it. It might drip. It might drip, yeah. Especially a Mickey. No. Ugh. The heat uh, rises. Why would they put it in the top floor? They so, didn't do that, but oh my I, god, you can't. I'm really hoping that they did. I'm hoping that they dug a basement because they were really into digging tunnels. They sure were. So, Ugh. we're going to hope that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, just like a little bit more about the fort. So, uh, in 1904, it took the, the spot of the harbor defense headquarters from Fort Flagler. Mm. Um, so it was and it actually remained the headquarters for like the rest of the time they were commissioned. Then Port Wilson Lighthouse was um, like acquired by them, by the fort. It was actually built before the fort itself and it actually does still aid marine traffic um, into the western entrance of the Puget Sound. Which it has been doing since 1879. So I bet that that lighthouse has seen some shit. Oh, I'm sure of it. Especially with how, like, crazy that area is for, like, ships and stuff, which I cannot wait to talk about. I have a whole thing about it. Okay. Okay. But not not this episode. It's going to be, like, a later. You're going to learn about this area later. Iron ships. 
Um, a lot of them are not iron. It'll be okay. It'll be a pirate ship? No, there's no pirates. What on earth? There's just a lot of ships that are... That are in the area. We'll just, we'll talk about it. Later. Okay, but fine. You fine, have to fine. you have to hold on. I okay, else, I will be patient. Everybody else, this is your indication that you have to keep listening. Okay, in order to find out about boats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first troops arrived in this fort on May third, nineteen o two. So it was a pretty old one, and it um, officially like had the ribbon cutting and all the people were there and it was like on and pop in May 14th of 1902. So just a few, a few weeks later. Dang. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I was talking about the disappearing guns and they are pretty obsolete. So this fort stopped operating. Mostly they were just using it for training anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, it stopped operating June 30th, 1953. And then, in 1958 of June as well, um, it was dedicated to a program called Fort Warden Diagnostic and Treatment Center for Troubled Youth. No. So in the 1958, I can't find much about this fort um, for for troubled youth, but usually those things and that year range was not a good combination. Not a great combo. I agree. Historically, historically, it was centers a very for youth in the yeah. 60s sound scary. Just equaled a lot of corporal punishment. A lot of corporal punishment, yeah, I can imagine so, that. I imagine there was some shady shit that went along with this and it really didn't last very long because... Probably because of the shady shit. Probably sh- because of the shady shit. Because in 1965, the state parks acquired it. Uh-huh. November 5th, it was bought by the state park of Washington system, so... Um, so Washington State Park. Yeah, they took over it. They yeah. opened up a campground in 1973, which you can still camp at. You can? You can. It's actually a beautiful campground. This this whole, like, all of these three the places area, are yeah, beautiful. For sure. It's colder, but, yeah. Um, in fact, it's such a cool area that in 1982, um, a building... Two, or building 225 was used in the filming of a scene from An Officer and a Gentleman. And it's like in this uh, creepy chamber room that they like lock a prisoner up in. Ew. So, yeah, that's how creepy these tunnels are <laughs> and bunkers are. It's Let's like, go. Uh, yeah, a, a movie was like, you know what? This looks like a torture chamber. This Let's is do it. Perfect. <laughs> this is just what I've been looking this for. Is just what I've been looking for. Terrifying. I hate it. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's how I enter most of my days. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I hate it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> So, the last fort. This is by far the most haunted fort in the three of them. Oh. And it doesn't really... There's not really any reason why other than, like, this is a cool one, so they stick around. Okay. This is called Fort Casey. And it is on Whidbey Island. Whidbey Island, okay. It's located in the historic district within the U.S. Ebby Landing, or Ebby's Landing National Historic Reserve. So it's in a very, like, protected area. Um, There's a lot of really old stuff that went along here. Most of it was military-related. 
this this fort was named for Brigadier Brigadier. Oh, what a weird Brigadier 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 <laughs> Brigadier General Thomas Lincoln Casey. Oh, he was a U.S. Army Chief of Engine, or he was in the U.S. Army Chief of and no. He was the U.S. Army Chief of Engineers. U.S. Army so, Chief of Engineers. It doesn't sound right, but it is. U.S. Army US Chief Army of, Chief of Engineers. Engineers. Okay, that sounds like a really fancy title. It is a very fancy title. He's a very fancy guy. It's important dude. This is by far the most scenic park. Um, it's on just about a thousand acres. Mm. Uh, there are two lighthouse there were originally two lighthouses built and only one of them is still there the first one was built in 1861 so this area has been in use for a long time with the like guiding in ships of the Puget Sound sure um as far as like the imports and exports of this area did it burn down no but it was falling down oh, so it was just like kind of wind warped and it wasn't built like very sturdy super well yeah yeah okay. so in 1903 oh 19- 1903. 1903. 1903. 1903. They rebuilt it, and that one actually is the current one that's still here. Okay. So they rebuilt it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. They called it the Admiralty's Head. Admiralty's Head. Admiralty's Head Lighthouse. Admiralty's Head Lighthouse. Yeah. Admiralty. That doesn't sound right. It doesn't? I don't know. Admiralty? Like, that's the only way I could say it, though. Admiralty. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad that people get to hear us try and pronounce words. We're so stupid. We are so dumb. My gosh. (laughs) Can't figure it out, y'all. Well, I'm going to say it wrong, and then... Somebody correct us. Maybe somebody can correct me. Yeah. Which means somebody's listening. Yay. Hey. Hi. So, this lighthouse is said to be very haunted. Okay. There is a woman who appears on the second floor from time to time to people, and she's seen leaning over the railing. So, most likely what happened is that this woman fell to her death. That's what they How many floors does it have? I mean, it's a it's a taller lighthouse, so it's it's pretty tall. I guess I don't think about the fact that lighthouses could have like rooms. I just imagine they're all one long staircase, and like there's no stops. Like you just go to the top, and that's where you live. I also believe in that. Yeah, that's what I. But picture. I know that like so there was like little overlooks in lighthouses so they can go out and like hold on to the railing and stuff. Sure. I think it was pretty far up but then usually the bottom area is where like the house area is. Oh, I see. I also know that like there are a lot of just spiral staircases. 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 See, I'm already scared. Yeah. (laughs) Stairs are scary. Yeah, they... Gosh. Yes, it's not more scary than elevators, but, <laughs> but I, there are ones with spiral staircases that go all the way up, and the house is just next to the lighthouse. Oh, okay. So it's not all of them, but this one did have a room at the bottom. Um, 
It was, however, deactivated. So this one is not used anymore as of 1922. Oh. They took the lantern out and moved it to the Dungeness Lighthouse in 1927, which is over on the East Coast. So they didn't have... So they just don't have a lighthouse they there now? They just don't have a lighthouse there now. Do they not have, like, traffic coming in and out of there? I don't area? think so. I think it goes a different routing. Oh, I Maybe see. Maybe it's not, it's not safe to go through there anymore. Maybe not. Okay. But there are also many figures seen in that area, like, and in the lighthouse itself. So it's not just the woman. It's, like, other people are being seen. Being seen. And they're, like, shadow figures. Yeah. Shadow figures just creep me out. Like, what are you? I hate it. I hate it so much because why can some people appear and then some not? Like, does that? I don't know ghost science, Ashley. I don't know. I don't understand ghost science either. And TBH, I think if there was somebody who told me that they understood ghost science, I don't know that I can trust them. (laughs) I'm gonna be completely honest in that. I would look at them and say, yeah, probably not. Because how do you know? You know, we're not gonna get into this. I know, but I I know. I just can't. I know. So, (laughs) I know. (laughs) We're getting back to it. Ghost science is something that we often have debates about. I think I just don't understand it. I would love to know more. I'm interested. I am. I also love the things because sometimes it can't be answered, and for some reason that's my jam. That's I my just jam. Unanswered questions. Yeah, no, I hate unanswered questions. They always leave me with unanswered questions. But ghost science is one I've had like a lot of questions about for a long time. So. Yeah. Back to it. Back to it. Shadow people. Uh, these shadow people are also seen in the barrack area. Okay. So where they, they lived um, and had their rooms. Pictures have been taken down in the, like, because they're also partially underground. It's like two levels almost, and there's one on top of the, like, earth, and then there's rooms that go down under. Yeah, yeah, sure. And I think that was, like, the protection. I imagine so situation there. Put everything underground. Yeah, just put everything underground. And there are, like, orbs next to them and they take pictures, so mm. they're, like, those little... Different Even though there's, like, no light. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, um, people have heard really weird noises, like, claws scratching. And, oh, I hate that. Like, walls being... There's, like, drawings on the walls that are really creepy. There's a woman screaming. And, like, there's, there's just all kinds of people that hear... Uh, no, well, and these are down under, so there's not like many people in here, so it's no. usually very silent, except for these weird sounds that are happening when you're by yourself and you can't hear anything else because you know these walls are really because the silence is loud. The silence is terribly loud, so yeah. imagine like hearing screams cut through there, it'd be terrifying. Yeah, that'd be bad. I know. <laughs> I'd probably break my ankle trying to get out. Oh my gosh. Well, and you can even test it because they, they're restoring the actual main fort area. Uh-huh. And they've been holding a haunted house during the <sighs> spooky season in these labyrinths. So, oh, sounds- yeah, it is. And this, like, the barracks are described as a, la- a labyrinth of windowless tunnels with no window. Like, so there's just tunnels and they are dark and spooky and kind of wet 
It's kind of wet. <laughs> so I also want to tell you, okay, let me just finish this, and then I have to tell you a story that I read in one of these papers, and it made me outraged. Okay. So they were constructed in 1897. Um, it took a long time for this floor to be finished because of how extensive the like the bunker system was. It was first used in 1901, which usually they like start construction and then immediately start sending people there and then kind of finish as they go. But this one took a lot longer for them to like ship in people. Okay, they were <clears throat> sorry. That's okay. They were um, kind of where they started also testing out the the special cannons where they can, like, be hidden. But, like I said, they immediately became obsolete to the point of being able to fly overhead. Mm-hmm. Um, this fort did stop being active in 1935, so they still used it almost up until World War II to keep training and... Um, they also have, like, a switchboard building, oh. which is really terrifying. Yeah. Because it's got a long hallway tunnel, and then it leads into, like, a square room with two side rooms, and then, like, there's a random corridor that goes around the rooms that don't lead it, or that doesn't lead anywhere. It just leads back into the room. So there's, like, a, like a tunnel around the room, and it's really weird. People hate it. <laughs> so Who even needs to be in there? Nobody needs to be in there, but you can go in there if you want. Okay. I'm, so, I am interested. Okay. Now, apparently, this woman from Olympia told the newspaper she put this information out for people to read. Okay. And I read it. She plays the game with her daughters who were, like, in their kind of... They were, like, not yet middle teenagers, like, so they were under, like, 15, 16, but they okay. weren't, like, little kids. So, like, 9 or 10. Yeah, somewhere 9, 10, 11, 12, somewhere in there, you know. Sure. She took them to the bunkers at night. And then they would take away their flashlights and make them feel their way out of the tunnels. Hey. I hated that so much. Why would you do that to your kids? Especially because they're like children. They're like kids. So I'm like, oh, my kids love to play this. No, they fucking didn't. And they had nightmares. I'm positive of this. So now I think you and I should go play a game. Are you putting me on the spot right now? Yes. Uh, I think that after we have, uh, record our Oregon episodes and we have all those people who we invited for guests, the price of being a guest is to go and play this game. Oh my gosh. Oh, take everybody's flashlight. Nobody can have their phone. You're in this bunker that's supposedly super haunted and you have to feel your way out. Ashley, you're so mean. <laughs> I accept. Somebody did this to their children, Meg. I think that was wrong. <laughs> I accept, but that is so mean. So, yeah, that is uh, the rectangle or triangle or, I don't know, maybe upside down. <laughs> but why is it called the triangle of fire? Because there's three forts that are in the shape of triangle that, like, were 
beefed up for protection. So they were like, if anybody comes into this triangle, they're going to get the fire. Catch this smoke. Catch those hands. <laughs> we got disappearing guns. But they didn't, they didn't want the smoke. They, no one ever came for a fight. <laughs> But they tried. Good story, Ashley. Yeah, so those are the triangles. That's pretty cool that they're all parks. They're all parks, and they all really do deserve to be visited. They are so cool, and they all have, like, way different things that you can do in them. And they're just, like, beautifully restored. But they also offer very creepy sights, and you can do some very creepy things around there. So I love it. Yes. Um, I loved that story. And I, yeah, it wasn't the longest, but I have a lot of information, so. And the announcement. <laughs> I like it. Well, thank you. And I really hope uh, you carry on and uh, you carry on listening. Uh, we hope that you carry on listening because we, if you are also dumb, and you're still that. All right, thank you. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>